Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 630. KSL's top story this hour. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. In sports terms, it's crunch time on Capitol Hill as the 2023 legislative session enters its second to last day. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. Adam? Amanda, lawmakers are definitely in crunch time working on bills ranging from water to education to housing. House Majority Leader Representative Mike Schultz tells KSL at night, housing is definitely still a huge concern to them at this point. We've got to figure out a way to help our, our kids and grandkids get into houses. And uh, that is so important because right now the housing market is just fine for people moving here from California and other parts of the country. But we need to focus on our kids and grandkids. Maybe some adults, too. There's still a bill in the works that could help some first-time homebuyers. Other bills we're watching closely include the one that could open the door to full-day kindergarten, one to further help the homeless during the winter, and, of course, that one that could further limit abortion access in Utah. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Some state lawmakers say all the recent snow will help them avoid drastic measures to get more water into the Great Salt Lake. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz continues our team coverage. High on the Hill 2023. Groups like Save Our Great Salt Lake and the Utah Rivers Council have been critical of lawmakers for bills dying that would have increased flow into the lake. We had an emergency plan in place that would have gotten enough water, in my opinion, to save the ecology. Uh, especially the south on the way. Senator Scott Sandals says they want to save that lever for a year. They might need it more. Any immediate type fixes, I, I think we were able to hold back on those a little bit because we know the snowpack that we're getting and we know what that's going to do naturally. So we focused more on these long-term fixes. Sandal argues this year's runoff is likely to be more than they could have released on their own. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. President Biden delivered a hopeful message after drug maker Eli Lilly announced they would lower monthly costs for insulin to $35. President Biden praising the move by drug maker Eli Lilly, highlighting the fact that last year he signed into law the Inflation Reduction Act, which caps insulin prices for seniors on Medicare at $35 and has spent months calling on pharmaceutical companies to also lower prices for everyone else. The president suggesting Eli Lilly's decision could be a game changer. ABC's Faith Abube reporting. A California couple is suing their fertility clinic. They, they claim the embryo tested positive for a deadly cancer gene they were uh, trying to prevent by using their service. The couple says the facility's mistake will likely bring a lifetime of pain for their son. Here's ABC's Andrea Fujii. A lawsuit claims HRC Fertility told the couple they had stored a male embryo without the stomach cancer mutation. But months after giving birth, Melissa was shocked to see her newborn son's medical record revealing he did have the mutation. Doctors say the couple's son has more than an 80% chance of developing stomach cancer. To prevent it, he'll need surgery to remove his stomach at age 15, leading to a lifetime of complications. 
The clinic responded to the lawsuit claiming the couple sought genetic testing and genetic counseling outside of the HRC fertility. KSL weather with Matt Johnson. Below average temperatures along the Wasatch Front for today and tomorrow. Then we return to more average temperatures for the weekend. Looking at the long-range forecast, it is calling for a good chance uh, to see below normal temperatures across the western United States, including northern and central Utah. In the precipitation category, well, we are anticipating, you guessed it, above normal precipitation for the month of March. Now, when the brunt of that moisture hits is still up for grabs, however, we are anticipating that intermittent storms will persist into the mid-month. Matt says temperatures for the majority of our days during the month of March are in the 60s. And he's back with uh, your first look, Traffic. Well, things are uh, still clearing up on uh, northbound Redwood near I-80. They've still got a police vehicle that's partially blocking the entrance to I-80, but they're letting some vehicles get on anyway. I-15 itself hasn't had any delays this morning. Canyons are open, big and little, but with chains four-wheel drive restrictions. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Declassified findings show a mysterious ailment affecting U.S. diplomats and embassy officials in Cuba was likely not caused by a foreign adversary. ABC's Inez de la Cotera has more from the Foreign Desk. A two-year investigation conducted by seven U.S. intelligence agencies in more than 90 countries has concluded it is very unlikely a foreign adversary is responsible for the so-called Havana syndrome first reported by U.S. embassy officials in Cuba in 2016. Since then, more than 1,500 cases have been reported around the world. Symptoms include migraines, nausea, memory lapses, and dizziness. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. A shocking exit from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis after Georgia police revealed one of the year's top uh, prospects was wanted for reckless driving and racing tied to a crash that killed a player and a staff member back in January. Former University of Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter was expected by many to be this year's top pick at the NFL draft. But authorities say he is one of the drivers seen waiting in a black SUV at a traffic light shortly before two SUVs went on a drunken high-speed race through city streets, killing 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, a recruiting analyst, and offensive lineman Devin Willock, who was seated behind her on January 15th. ABC's Steve Osunsami reporting. They say bullfrog tastes like chicken. The Department of Natural Resources would love for you to find out this week in honor of National Invasive Species Awareness Week. KS on his radio is Mark Jackson. The reason, according to the DNR, is that bullfrogs are voracious predators. They'll eat almost anything, including snakes, fish, toads, and mice. According to a 2019 blog by DWR employee Jay Eggett, bullfrogs are found in most ponds and marshes along the Wasatch Front. A popular way to catch them is with a fishing pole. The hook tied about six to eight inches from the floating bobber. Bait can be anything from a marshmallow or pieces of nightcrawlers. They can be hunted year-round. You don't need a license, but if you use a fishing rod, DNR advises bringing along that fishing license with you if you want to catch a few fish on the side. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. The fact that they eat just about anything is a big benefit to actually catching them because anything you throw out there, they'll go after. And these guys are bigger than you think, too. Yeah. So no part of that is is <laughs> We're not talking you into even trying No, this, are we? no, mm. no, definitely not. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, 
we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.